We have a great show for you today. We're going to be giving you our usual sports update. We're also going to be talking about New Year's goals and resolutions. Finally, we'll be doing a Get to Know You segment where you'll get to learn more about us, Parker and DJ, your hosts. Hey, Aggie fans, we're back from our break. We are happy to be here. We're so happy to be back. Not so happy that we're back in cold Logan. You know, yeah. I'd rather be on, like we were talking about before, on the beach somewhere. But nonetheless, we're happy to be here. We are. As far as sports go, though, we have had a few games in the off, you know, the last, you know, three weeks that we haven't, you know, done a podcast. Mm-hmm. We've had a few, a few games. We're just going to go over some in the new year, just briefly for you. Um, obviously, basketball is the main sport right now. Um, especially since we had the bowl game over with football. There's not too much going on with football, but um, our basketball teams have been been doing pretty good. Um, our men's basketball obviously is doing a little better than our women's, um, but nonetheless, both of them are not doing too bad, better than last year. So um, men's basketball, we so far this month, we've had, had four games, um, and we have won three of them. Actually, two of them. Oh, no. So two and two. And we have won two of those four games. So the first game was a game against Nevada. It was on ESPN, and we got crushed, <laughs> which but is unfortunate. Like ranked six. Yeah, they are time, ranked six. Least, so yeah. yeah, yeah. At the time, they were ranked six. So, you know, it was we, we got beat on that one. Um, we played Air Force, beat them pretty well. We played Fresno State on the ninth. We lost to Fresno State, mm-hmm. um, but it was a close that game. Was the buzzer beater. It was a buzzer beater. Yeah, so we were. It was a really close game. We're up by two, and then they shot a three pointer to win the game. Buzzer beater, and that's just that's just a hard game. Uh-huh. I mean, we played well. They played well. It was a high scoring game. Seventy eight to seventy seven was the final score, um, but obviously that three pointer put them he, up one. So. Here's a question. So, would you rather be? So you, it's down to the last, you know, twenty seconds in a basketball game. Yeah. Would you rather be the team that is up by two? And doesn't have the ball, yeah. Or the team that has the ball for the last shot, and you're down by two. It's hard. It, it depends on the type of player or team that I have. Uh-huh. You know, like say I'm the coach, right? If my team is a better defensive team, obviously I want right. I want to be up to and 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 put the trust in my defense. Um, but I mean, there's so many factors in it. You know, what are the other teams shooting, uh, how they're doing that night? Right. It's a really tough one, but I would rather be up yeah, because you're already winning. And then if you, you know, you can feel confident in yourself playing good mm-hmm. defense and, and then if they happen to make it, it's like, as long as you play good defense, you put it all out there and it was just, you know, yeah, it just fell their way. Whereas if it's the other way around, you're down by two, you have the ball, it's like you miss it. Like if you get you work a play, get a good shot, you miss it. It's like, oh, uh, you suck. Like it's all on you. I don't know. Right. I'd rather I'd rather be up too with in that situation. So it's still it's still is tough, you know. And and I'm sure it's even more tough for the players. You know, obviously yeah. as a fan, when you're watching basketball, basketball has so many games. You know, one loss is like it's not going to derail your entire season. But those games are just so hard. You know, as uh, and uh, you know, I've as my experience playing sports. But also, you know, seeing other people playing, you know, on the collegiate level, it's like you get more, you know, invested in it. And 
And those games are just so hard. They're hard to lose. Anyway, so that was on the 9th. Um, yet uh, on Saturday, we actually we played Wyoming. We played at Laramie. And uh, we won, killed him. It was seventy-one to fifty-five. A really good, really good game. Um, obviously, since that's the most recent, we'll kind of go over that a little bit more. But looking at it, you know, Sam Merrill, twenty-two points. Kada had, you know, fourteen. Um, but I think, you know, obviously looking on here, bench players, we had a couple players. So you know, four players in double digits, which is seems a story to our success. To be honest with you, whenever we win, there's four or more players in double digits. We share the ball. So you know same old same old you know you you guys have heard that spiel before um but yeah so that's the men's basketball we're doing pretty good right now we have a 12 and 5 record which is really which is really good you know um we were expected to beat wyoming they're four and they were four and 12 going into that game now they're four and 13 so um we were expected to beat them but anyways yeah and we're we have a game coming up for men's basketball coming up on wednesday it's not a home game it's going to be in san jose against san jose state university um that one also we have uh, you know espn at the moment puts us at a 95.8 percent chance of winning <laughs> so hopefully we i win. don't i hate those percentages from espn they're so it's they're not you they're, can't trust them no they're, i mean i don't know well, how they get those i mean i can trust some of them but at the same time it's like they're i don't, I don't know, know what they base it off of I I don't know either. It's sometimes it's hard. Like for example, when we played um on the 28th of December, mm-hmm. we played East Oregon. They're nobodies. Like they're not even on ESPN. And it was 99.9% chance I went. I mean, we crushed them. Uh-huh. 84 to 57, but it was like you open it it was like the sliver on that circle in ESPN <laughs> was just it was like let me pull out my uh monocle here that's also a magnifying glass to see that little sliver but anyways yeah i don't know sometimes i don't trust them sometimes i do i don't know i i have a hard time with it trust them when they're in the favor of the team you're rooting for not even though (laughs) like when we played football against boise state the boise state game we were actually it was like we were 54 percent chance of winning they were like 56 percent chance of Uh winning and i trusted that like i thought that was actually pretty good because we were very evenly matched but they were a home team so sometimes i trust it but other times i go on and i'm like uh you know i don't i don't know like but yeah i don't know obviously that people get paid money to, to do that stuff so maybe they know what they're talking about and i'm just a a college student um anyways women's basketball real quick uh you know we've been picking it up we december was not a good got not a good month for women's basketball they were just struggling um this month so far we've been doing pretty good uh we beat nevada uh it was a two overtime game it was and we won by three points so that was a good game on the second then we played air force beat air force by four points we played Fresno State and we lost by 11 um and it was you know we just we just lost and then yesterday we played Wyoming here at home and uh we won by 8 points it was a really good game uh, Wyoming is you know their their men's basketball is not too great women's basketball on the other hand is not bad they were you know they were 9 and 3 going in um and you know we had a worse record than them and but we were able it was a good fight and we ended up on top and we were able to extend the lead to eight to finish out the game so it was a good game uh same goes for women's we're kind of like on mirror schedules right now mm-hmm. where w- men's and women's are playing at the same they're doing conference games so we're also playing san jose state for women's basketball but it's going to be a home game uh it's at 11 a.m on wednesday so kind of not a great time i mean maybe 
I, I actually it might be good. A lot of people might be on campus. So if you're listening to this and you're yeah. gonna be on campus, like just pop over to the spectrum. If you're a student, you get in for free. Go watch a game. They usually throw out T-shirts and stuff. And actually, this Wednesday for the women's basketball, they're going to be doing where they bring in. Um, it's like a field trip for like the ki- the not the kindergartners, but like elementary school kids, mm-hmm. where they bring them in. So like the stadium is going to be filled with kids. So you, like you mean like a ton of different. That's schools? what I. Uh, like, like a whole district in cash in, in cash valley like they they bust them in for really? like a day trip the field trip that's why they're doing it in the morning um for that and and from what i've heard in the past when they do that it's really cool because we, for those of you that know um and i think we talked about this before but women's basketball games people just don't go to them like there's not that many people there and so it's really cool to have a women's basketball game where their seats are filled granted there are a lot of you know they're all kids mm-hmm. for the most part but and I, th- I think it's cool for the the players, too, because, like, it's a different atmosphere for men's basketball. Like, men's basketball, yeah. you have so many people cheering for you when they shoot a three or whatever. Women's don't – women they don't get that. So it's it's cool to have all those kids there. They're excited to be there. They're cheering like crazy. So um, – but students, anybody else, get out there. It's not – if you're not a student, it's not expensive. Just go buy a ticket. It's, like, less than $5, so – get in there um and then you know the only other you know relevant sports news that i really heard of and and a lot of you may have seen on on some of the social media is Savon scarver so on thursday he was named consensus all-american uh, as a returner or all-purpose player which is a big deal like it's a huge deal because um in utah state university's history there's only been two other consensus all-americans merlin olsen Played in 1961, and he was the 1961 was when he was named, and also the defensive end Phil Olson. So those are the only two players, and uh, so Savon Scarver joins them. Also, he is the 16th player in Mountain West history to be named All con- uh, Consensus All American. I mean, obviously, all of you that are Utah State fans and have been watching him, number 81. I mean, he is just great at returning. I mean, he had. Um, you know, he returned 21 kickoffs for 719 yards. Wow. That's really good. And that's awesome that, um, for him to get that recognition. And I think that it comes a lot from the success we had this past season because he wouldn't have got consensus unless everyone knew about Utah state and how well they were doing in order to watch Mm -hmm. and see him perform that well. So that's really awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, he had, he has some, obviously some good you know, some good stats, uh, you know, it showed on there. So anyways, I, you know, it's good to get that recognition, like you said. So um, yeah, that's kind of all that happened for football because we're kind of moving, phasing out of that. Um, but as you know, the sem- spring semester has started. Oh, yeah. How's that going for you? Th- I, I'm, I've been really excited for this semester because it's my last semester. <laughs> and he is going to be out of here at the end of the semester and be done with school. Yeah, so it's it's been... Like actually, when I came back um, to start the semester, I you know I don't like snow obviously, and I was like, well, you know what, it's not that bad, you know I'm just going to my last classes. I don't have you know too hard of a schedule, and so it's been pretty fun. And I'm trying to like savor the last, you know, the last time I get to do all this stuff in in my classes and at school, you know. Yeah, that's definitely true. I mean, wh- so for you, so far, you know, obviously it just started, mm-hmm. but. How does the feeling of your last, how does it feel? Like, do you feel any different going into your last semester of college? Like, what are the differences, if any? Well, so for sure, like, I don't feel, (laughs) I don't know if you, I I guess, like, one thing with, like, 
learning is like it's such a gradual process that it's like yeah. you don't all of a sudden feel like oh yeah you know what i'm so qualified i'm so smart now you know yeah and another thing is i really believe the like i don't know if it's like a famous quote or just like a saying that's said a lot but it's the like uh the more you learn the less you know yeah so it's like it's uh, each semester i'm like oh yeah i don't know anything when you're like, when you're yeah. learning things you're actually just learning how ignorant you are that's yeah. that's what the real learning like, is what how could this be yeah. <laughs> no, that okay that makes sense no yeah no, i definitely agree with that i think learning is you know i kind of a- i ask that question when i don't really believe in the qu- if we're being honest i don't really believe in that question because i think like learning is like an ongoing process uh-huh. you know like but i mean there's a difference in ending sc- like official school yeah but um that's awesome i mean for me so far it kind of feels just like a normal one i'm you know three semesters or so out from graduating so i got quite a few minutes quite a few hours left in it but um piggybacking on kind of what you were talking about right there you know life is an ongoing learning process you know and obviously that comes with goals so yeah so and 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 clearly you know this is the beginning of the year Everybody, pretty much everybody has some sort of New Year's resolution. So we wanted to talk about that and kind of center our podcast this week on New Year's resolutions because, you know, I think there are things that they have really good merit and can really help you out. But I feel like a lot of people don't really, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't follow through on a mm-hmm. lot of them. Oh, well, I have a lot of stats to back up that there a lot of people yeah. do not follow through. Yeah, I mean, maybe like I'll set like five or six or seven or whatever and uh-huh. I'll follow through on like one. Yeah. But like I don't follow through on the others, but like it's something that if you learn, you know, to, to follow through on them, it could be a huge, you know, game. You know, you mm-hmm. can speed up that learning process for the rest of your life type mm-hmm. of deal. So. so at least for myself, like I am pretty big into like, like I do like writing things down and planning them out, you know, and, and, sort of setting goals but i don't typically like specifically do them for the new year mm-hmm. do you you know historically have you set like specifically new year's resolutions a lot or well for this year for me um i actually have i mean i don't usually set all of my goals like i don't leave my goal setting in general just to be like okay new year's done, yeah you know um i kind of do a little bit of both like if at the new year's it's kind of when i think about it you know everybody's talking about new year's resolutions goals i want to lose this much weight i want to go to the gym i want to eat healthy i want to you know whatever the goal is i just realized that all the stuff i said was about working out and health (laughs) i feel like that's (laughs) a part of of your goals it actually (laughs) is that's one of my goals but that i was thinking about um but there can be others um but naturally just because everybody's talking about it i think about it in the new year but as things come up throughout the year i'll set goals and you know, and, and do that throughout the year. But I think like the biggest problem with New Year's goals is like if you you have to really be like mean it, you know. And so sometimes like when you set goals and, and it actually is just spurred on by your own setting goals, it's not at New Year's. Mm-hmm. I think you are end up being more successful. But when you do it just kind of like the, oh, yeah, I guess I should set a goal. Maybe that's why a lot of people don't follow through with them because it's just kind of like a tradition they're following but yeah. then, so they're not actually like committed to it that much yeah and then i've also pulled up like um some like article like a tips on how to achieve your new year's resolutions okay and so um kind of like the first thing uh, i mentioned how the stats on lots of people not following through yeah and so this says um it's a, a u.s news uh, survey found that by the second week of february 80% of people who had 
set New Year's resolutions, had given up. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Two weeks? Two weeks. The second week of February. Oh, so the second week of February. Okay, okay, make okay. Make it through okay. January. Okay. No, that makes sense because uh-huh. I feel like that happens a lot of th- But you know what? I think what happens is that like with those goals, those are the goals that are the generic ones. You know, the ones right. that people give up on are the generic yeah. ones. Like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. I say that as the first one because that's actually one. <laughs> that was my goal is I want to go to the gym. And that's a popular goal. You know, at least a certain number of days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's a po- like you have those popular, you know, New Year's resolution goals. I mean, usually a lot of them are around bettering your physical self. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I also like one thing that, that Nikki and I have been doing and we did. We've been thinking about it. We wanted to set January to kind of like to figure out our goals for the year because mm-hmm. i feel like when you're rushed and like uh, like you're, you're in the last week of december you're like i gotta get my goals for the year so i can start doing things like you make crap goals right and so we want to you know sit down when january hit you know we were thinking about it a little bit before but we've just been wanting to just decide what our goals are like where we and not necessarily goals but like the type of person or who we want to be at the end of the year mm-hmm. and then we make goals off of that you know like oh i want to be that person by the end of this year and what goals are going to fit in to help me fill in those gaps yeah. to make me that kind of person. Um, but I also like breaking them up into categories because like we've, we've been breaking up to like you have your physical goals for mm-hmm. like, you know, your body and health or whatever health goals, but also like mental goals, education goals, work related goals, like breaking up into the different categories and just doing a couple in each rather than just having goals in general. And mm-hmm. that's what we've been doing and, and kind of taking, so by the end of this month, we're just going to like let each other know of our goals and then, you know, be good to do that. And I, I, I think know. taking that time to think about the goals more for sure will help it because like I said, it'll make it less of just that mm-hmm. tr- routine tradition. Oh, another thing that, um, that kind of came to my mind as well. Um, I have in my house and I, I know this is a pretty big thing. A lot of people are doing them, but like a, a vision board is what we mm-hmm. have where we have different pictures, quotes, you know, different things on there to like for our vision of what we want our life to be. And, you know, have you, I mean, have you ever heard of, heard of those or done them? I've never done them, but I have heard of them. I yeah. think most people have probably heard of them, mm-hmm. but I have loved it. Really? I've loved it. So I haven't used it. We're going to, we're gonna, that's another thing is we want to finish that board with some of our goals and stuff. We have it up in one of our rooms and in, in our apartment and, and we want it to be a thing that we go to and we look at every day. Right. Just so we keep that vision in our mind. Like right now, we have a lot of the longer term ones, things like house, you know, and what we want that to be like and, mm-hmm. you know, cars, whatever, all these dream, you know, our dreams for the future. But we're also going to be adding a lot of the short term ones too and, and putting them on there. And, oh, man, we set up that board a few months ago. I I don't know. I've seen a lot. I've seen a pretty big difference with. I don't know. It's a lot easier to think about goals like that. Like, I don't know. And, and when you're looking at them every day and that's one of the things that, you know, and all the things I've looked at and learned about goals, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening to this at some t- point or another in a phase of their life, they've, you know, learned about making goals, you know, the smart goals, mm-hmm. you know, making it, me- you know, specific, measurable, attainable, um, relevant, time bound or whatever. Um, and all those different things. And, you know, I don't think it's that great to go over. I don't feel like I have any extra knowledge to, you know, to yeah. add to that. Everybody already kind of knows it, you know, setting relevant goals and stuff. But I really do think putting it in writing, and I've seen that for myself, has been a huge thing. And, like, not only just in one spot, but having it in different places. One of the things that I did that I love, and I'm actually going to make a new one, 
I had goals for myself on there. I had a little card, um, and I just put it in my wallet. It was like in my wallet, but not into where it was just inside of it. It was just like closed on it. So when I would open it, it would fall out or it'd just be sitting there. And on one side, it had all the goals I wanted. And on the other side, it had the why of why I wanted those goals. And so at least mm-hmm. once a day, I would, whether it would be at night putting my wallet on the counter, I'd see it. And whenever I'd see it, I'd just pick it up and I would just read front and back. Um, or if I had a pocket in my shirt, I'd put it in my shirt pocket or something like that. But having it in writing and not just that, but like for me looking at it once a day, holy cow, that made like all the difference because I feel like that's the reason, you know, people give up on their goals is they don't think about them. Yeah. You know, you, you, you said it and you're great for two weeks when you're thinking about it constantly, but then all of a sudden you go a few days and you forget about it and you're like, Oh, I got to do that. And you'll do it again. But then you go a week and you forget about it. And all of a sudden it's like, well, all right, well, I guess I'm done. And you just give mm-hmm. up on it because it's not on your mind, but yeah. when it's on your mind, you can, you know, do that. I don't know. That's something that's worked for me is that little card. I had it laminated so I could, if I accidentally threw it through the wash with my, <laughs> with my, uh, wallet it was okay but yeah i really like that you put the why on there because the um like just seeing it and having that reminder itself is really good and it keeps you thinking about it but knowing the reason behind it you know like that's that's going to motivate you a lot more than just like you'll remember it but then it's one thing to just remember it and another thing to have that motivation like you know like Mm -hmm. the purpose and setting that goal and like what you're going to achieve from doing that so i really like that um the only other thing that I think is important that leads to a lot of people um, like failing on achieving their New Year's resolutions would be setting goals that are like just too drastic of a change because, you know, like we're all just humans. And so it's hard for us to just completely 180. Like someone who doesn't go to the gym every day and they set a goal of going, like doesn't ever go to the gym and then they set one of going every day. Yeah. It's like, maybe that's good for an ultimate goal, but you should start with something that's actually achievable. Three times a week. Yeah. after a month of doing that for no, that definitely makes sense. Cause I feel like that's, you know, that's probably one of the other reasons that people give up on things is just because, you know, it is unattainable. You know, it's not something that makes sense. You know, I'm not going to be like, you know what? I have no money right now. So my goal is by the end of the year to have a hundred thousand dollars in savings. And it's like, it's a great goal, but, uh, is this possible? How are you going right. to do it? Like, uh, you know I mean? Like, so, I don't know. I, that that definitely makes sense. But, you know, I love and I, I love finding new ways to make goals and goal setting and action plans and vision boards or anything like that. Like, I love that stuff. I love the idea of bettering yourself in whatever way, shape or form it comes. You know, I love that idea. So after this podcast, we'll throw up on our Instagram. Uh, I'm not going to use that phrase. We'll throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that I used that phrase. I'm sorry, everybody. We will put up on our Instagram. Um, you know, I just want, I want to hear what some of your guys' ideas are, you know, on, on, on things that you're doing, you know, even if it's something that everybody else does, but you do it with a little bit of a twist, you know, I want to hear these different ideas because I love them. So um, for all of you listening, if you're listening to this right now and you haven't already, go to our Instagram page at the Bullseye Podcast. I'll put it on the story. I'll maybe even put it up a couple times this next week just to get as many responses. And we'll talk about them a little bit next week. And if there's some cool responses on there or cool experiences as well. So um, just because everybody's going to be back and doing stuff. So I want to, you know, get your guys's voice in on this podcast as well. So 
Um, I'll be throwing that out there and uh, hopefully we'll get some responses and hear some cool cool ideas for for ways to you know ways to better yourself ways to be a better goal setter ways to follow through with your goals whatever anything that has to do with new year's resolutions yeah that'd be awesome i'm looking forward to getting some feedback from that um so speaking of like the the new year's resolutions in preparation for this podcast like sometimes i have a hard time like thinking you know oh what should be my new year's resolution like i can't think of anything and so kind of on that mindset I have some more statistics for like the top New Year's resolutions. So okay. this is from 2017 um, from that same survey. And so we can do this one of two ways. I can just go down the list or you can play. What's that game called? Where they like it's like Family Feud where you have to like. Guess oh, for survey points. Said. Yeah, yeah. Survey says. <laughs> OK. No, but, all right. All right. Here we go. I'm, I, I want to play that game. OK. We got to make it a little bit more fun than just. Statistic number one. <laughs> this is what the, this is the goal. All right. All right. Here we go. So guess. What do you think is the top one? Number All right. one. If I had to guess, I would say number one would be any goal having to do with weight. I All think right. losing weight. Um, you know, obviously it's going to be different for each person, but I think weight-related goals are going to be number one. Ding ding ding! It's not number one, oh. but it's high up on the list. Okay, so. 45% of respondents said to lose weight or get in shape as one of their goals. So okay. that is for sure like the top two are way above the rest. So okay. that's really good. All right. Um, so there's something higher than that? Yep. They're really close. Getting So it, Some, it, 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 number two is, is weight loss or getting into shape? Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Okay, okay. It's something that we have talked about on this podcast before. Money? Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. Saving money is number Saving one. 53% of respondents said that. All right. Any of the other top in the top 10? Got a guess? Family-related goals. Um, relationship. Okay, yeah. Okay, right. so, so relationship is yes. a little bit more yes. specific. Um, so the number three... Uh, highest goal is have more sex. Okay, so that's relationship <laughs> so related. So you see, what I, yeah, when you said, I was like, um, yeah, okay, it's, okay, yeah. Um, and then another one that's relationship related is um, the number nine is find love. Okay, so also related to so the sex I would probably put in the family category, <laughs> and then we'll <laughs> and then we'll put the rela- the uh, find love in the relation. No, um, okay, all right, all right. Any more guesses? To be honest, that's all I'm thinking about is like relationship, money, and like health-related ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I'll just throw it out there, and this will be my last guess. But okay. work-related, career-related goals. Um, okay, I'll give you uh, not really, but buy a house is on there. So that's the only one I can think of. Uh, it's like I, it's not really career-related at all. But I don't like that pity. But it's like Th- this is this is a pity <laughs> pity, pity points yeah. right here. No. Sorry, yeah, that's not on here. Career. Sorry. Okay. So just to fill out the rest of the list, um, after you know the number one was save money, then lose weight, then have more sex, uh, then travel more. Okay. And then read more books. Oh, I love that one. That I is think a great. I think that's a great. I think. And and I, and I fall victim to this as well, mm-hmm. but like, is it just me? Maybe it's I don't know if it's growing up or just our time period moving. Mm-hmm. 
but I think people are le- reading less books. Like when I was a For kid, sure. I felt like maybe it was school forcing me to read, but outside mm-hmm. of school, I felt like I read more books as a kid. And like when I, like I read for fun more, like more novels and stuff for fun. Whereas I don't read that many for fun now. I'll just yeah. kind of watch Netflix or watch a TV show or something for fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's both, both growing up and because like for me, I know like one of the reasons why I did read books more because I did for sure read books, mm-hmm. you know, outside of like a sign from school, like yeah. for entertainment. And I think that like it's because like when I was a kid, like my parents didn't let me just sit and watch TV all the time. But yeah. now that I have my own house, like when I want to get entertained, I'll like play Xbox or, you know, mm-hmm. those are the things I go to first. Yeah. And if I didn't have that or if I really set a time, then I would read. But one way that I have actually found that's helping me read a lot more. And I always had a hard time. I was like, is that really reading? But I think it is because you're still getting the information is like listening to stuff through like audible. Yeah. It's like a really great way to sense like, if you don't have as much free time or like depending on what you do a lot. So for me, like at my job, I can listen to headphones like yeah. stuff. And so usually I listen to podcasts or now I'm starting to listen to books as well. Uh, books so on like, tape. Yeah. It's like a really great way to like continue that. Like, cause you like learn a lot. Yeah. Mm, and so it's really good. Well, and, and this kind of brings, and that's, you know, one of the ones I'm working on trying to figure out how many I want to, how many books I want to read a year, because uh-huh. I do love that goal mostly because I was, I was reading an article. Um, it was probably last year sometime. I was reading this article where they had gone around and, and they talked to different CEOs or successful entrepreneurs or different people like that, that had found a lot of success in their career. And they asked them, you know, what is your, your secret formula to success? Like how, what, what can we tell other people that will help them get this level of success and, or what is your daily routine stuff? They asked them a bunch of questions. And, and one of the things that was, surprising you know and you probably know where i'm going with this that you know all these successful people had in common is they read books like Mm -hmm. crazy and and they you know then you know with follow-up questions they'd ask them how many books they read and you know on average for most of them it was around you know 60 books a year that they would read that's a lot and obviously they would read a lot of books that were pertaining to their career to Mm -hmm. you know their field of work or whatever they most of them weren't novels they were more like self-help books or ones related to their field um, things like that but still like that's a lot of reading for somebody that's working full-time yeah and and and, and I, I really do think that's a great way to from my experience to gain not only gain more knowledge but to broaden your view you know i feel like with we talked about last last podcast on on social media you know you you get you get this narrow view you know you get with the media and what's put out there and you know, you're going to be friends with people who are sharing the same stuff, the same mm-hmm. articles and things that you're reading. And so with the social media, with, you know, movies and mu- you're going to go see what you want and you're getting that narrow view. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can look up online reviews on books, but or go spark noted or whatever and learn about the book. But you might as well just read it. And y- so you're not going to take that much time to learn about what this book is talking about. You're just going to read it and you're going to read it and. And, you know, maybe it won't, it's not for you and you're not going to, not going to finish reading it, but it might also, you know, it gives you that perspective of that author or whoever's writing it or the collection of authors. And, and it really, I don't know, for me, it helps broaden my view on different topics. And I think that's something that's really, I don't know, really needed, especially in a world where we're in right now, where everything is divided. People are picking sides and choosing, you know, maybe with all, not without all the knowledge, but it really helps you to understand other people's views to a point where you can 
you know, you, you may not believe or think all the same things as another person, but that doesn't keep anything. You can understand other people's views a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but. No, I think that's really good. And I, I like how books different from like movies and stuff um, in a way that makes it. So I think because you have to like go through it slower than if you were just like kind of mindlessly watching a movie or something. Yeah you have more time to like sit and ponder on the things that they're talking about as For you're sure. reading it. And so I think reading no, books is a really good way. That's so true. People just have to pick up the books and read them. So, mm-hmm. but, um, so just finishing out this list, uh, the next one I think is really good too. It's learn a new skill or hobby. And then like another spin, I say, you don't always have to learn a new one, but if you like reinvigorate an old hobby or something that oh, you yeah, used you, to do, mm-hmm. but you, you, you know, you forgot say, about doing you know, it. Some people would say that's, you know, it's, it would be new to your life yeah. at that point, you know, even yeah. though it's an older hobby. That's, that's, no, that's, I like that one. I like that. Yeah, I think, I think everybody should have something, again, getting off the couch, getting away from yeah. Netflix. <laughs> I think that's what essentially like do anything that will get your <laughs> I don't know. I just, I have a hard time, you know, and I find my, I, I watch a ton of Netflix. I watch a ton of Hulu. I like, I watch a lot of shows and I hate it because it's so easy. It's yeah. so easy to do that. I guess maybe the, it is saying something that none of these are like, watch more Netflix. What, you know, that oh, like tells you something. Why, nobody makes resolutions to, to watch more <laughs> TV. No, yeah. it's watch less. Like, yeah. you know, go to the gym. Everything is getting away from your house or away from your mundane activities, you uh-huh. know? Like, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I have, I have a love hate relationship with television. I love it. <laughs> I love watching it, but I hate, I hate that I watch it as much as I do. Yeah. Um, cause I do think it's a good, you know, in, in some cases it's a good stress reliever. If you, you want to take your, for me, it's a lot of like, if I want to take my mind off of other things, you know, it's an easy way to just kind of just get into a movie, get into a TV show or whatever. Um, but no, it, it, I feel like that's what all of them are around is just getting away from that it makes you a slave a slave to mm-hmm. technology anyways um i mean was there any other cool um the only other one that we haven't talked about so there was uh buying a house and then quit smoking and then find love okay so that was all cool. well um you know like i said we're going to be throwing out a lot of different questionnaires you know open-ended questions for you guys and we'll kind of go over that a little bit next week um, with the beginning of our next podcast. You know, some of the things we hear back from you guys about your experience with New Year's resolutions and your, you know, everything. And, and and if for some reason you go on the Instagram and our story doesn't have it on there, feel free to shoot us a message. You know, we, we do check those. So uh, send us a direct message uh, with your experience or any tips you have at all. Like we'd love to, t- you know, bring those up and talk about them and, you know, progress ourselves in helping, you know, getting our New Year's resolutions a little bit better. So uh, feel free to do that as well. Um, For the last little bit of this podcast, I wanted to do a segment where you, our listeners, will get the chance to know your hosts a little bit better. Obviously, you know our voices. You may not know too much else other than that. Maybe our majors at Utah State, because I know we've talked about that. I wanted you guys to get to know us a little bit better. So I can start with myself. Uh, My name is DJ. I'm 23 years old, um, and just to give you a little snapshot of my life and my experience thus far, uh, I was born in California. Uh, my family was in the military a little bit after I was born, and so we moved up to Alaska. We're there for a little while, um, and then left the military, moved down to Arizona, lived there, and then moved to Utah finally, where I was able to you know go to junior high and high school. Um, and after high school, I 
served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Thailand, um, and then came back, went to school in a couple different universities, ended up here at Utah State, and uh, about a year away from graduating. So that's that's me. And I'm Parker. I'm 24 years old. I was born in Bountiful, Utah. Uh, my family moved to Seattle um, when I was young, and that's why I love the Seahawks. Um, and then we moved back to Utah in Layton, um, and then that's, you know, went to school, elementary, junior high, high school, um, did a lot of film growing up, uh, took Chinese in high school, um, and then I've also been a janitor for over six years now. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we're going to do a little bit of Q and a between us. So you guys, you know, can, can learn a little bit more about us. Hopefully we won't take up too much time. So I'm going to start us out, uh, you know, I brought up the topic. I should probably start us with the question. So, Parker, are you ready? Are you ready to answer probably the most important <laughs> question of your life right now? I mean, I don't really have a choice, so I'm going to have to. Yeah, do you, it. you don't. Okay. All right, here we go. So, this is kind of a two part question, and they can be different, you know. Um, but I guess the first part is one person in your life that you idolize. Like, who is your, like, like a hero, okay. so to say, like, and it can be, and you don't have to know this person personally, but like, it can be, you know, somebody in history or whatever, like that you, mo- like that you like, is like model your life after, I don't know, or right. whatever. One person that you idolize. That I idolize. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. Okay. I, I'd say that I don't, there's not that many like people that if I don't know them that well, that I'm going to idolize. And so the first thing that came to my mind of like a person that I look up to and idolize would be my dad. Okay. And why so? Um, just cause like the biggest thing is like, at least in like my relationship with him, I know like that he is like super like positive, mm-hmm. accepting and like, um, I can't think of the word, but like, it's like, uh, like motivating you. Like he'll always like tell you to follow what you want to do kind of thing. I don't know. what's what's To like follow your passion. Yeah. But like motivate you to do that. So I just really like how he, you know, wants, makes me want to do things that I want to do, you Mm -hmm. know? And so like makes me want to be like him and help other people to To do what they want to do. Yeah. Okay. That kind of answered my other, my, the other portion of the question is how has that person impacted your life? You know, like that person that you idolize, how has that changed you? And that kind of answers it right there, obviously, you know, in trying to be that person that helps other people do what they want to do, find their passions. All right. Okay. You got something for me? Yes. How do you hope you'll change as a person in the future? Well, I think the simple answer for me is probably to get better. Like, you know, okay, that's how I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I just had to throw that out there because that's like the answer to the question for me. But um, in specific, you know, I feel like, I don't know. I, and kind of, you know, as, as I've been, you know, talking about reading books and broadening your vision, I think one of the ways in specific that I want to be, you know, better and continue getting better is through kind of being accepting of other people, you know, people that are, I don't know, that are different than I am, 
and 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 coming to an understanding of their situations a little bit better i feel like that's one way i you know i hope to progress and and and, and become better throughout my life so that's probably that, that, that's probably the biggest thing for me all right cool okay all right here we go how would you summarize your life purpose what <laughs> how would i summarize my life purpose what's your purpose in life and how would you summarize that Hmm. I guess I'm trying to think of a way to word this. Like I kind of have an idea in mind, but something along the lines of improving or improving myself in a way that can benefit those around me. So it's like I kind of want to like put the two together of like mostly focusing on other people mm-hmm. and like enjoying spending time with other people and helping yeah. them and providing for them. But in, I also want it to like incorporate, you know, the self in that journey. And so yeah. it's like the end goal is like the community sort of like around mm-hmm. you, but you only have control of yourself. And so it's like, you have to do improve that through improving yourself and only controlling what you can do. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. You know, it kind of made me think of speaking of books um, for anybody that's listening this book, I would highly recommend it. Um, it's called present over perfect. It is such a good read. Um, and it kind of just talks about, you know, talks about that, like bettering. It's just all about bettering yourself. Um, it's by Shauna Nequist. I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but anyways, it was written in 2016. It's a really it's not too long of a read, only 240 pages. I read it. It was really good. Um, and she just kind of talks about her ex- experience of, you know, finding that balance between bettering yourself for yourself and bettering yourself for other people and helping other people. And, you know, I just, she kind of goes over that a lot and made me think all the stuff that you were saying right there really mm-hmm. makes me think of that. It's a good, it is a good read and it's, you know, it's a good one. So I'd recommend reading that if you, or anybody that's on here looking it up, it's a good book. Um, okay. What do you got for me? All right. Um, what is something that you regret not doing? Something I regret not doing. Something I regret not doing. And, you know, I, I regret it, but I don't. So I regret <laughs> it, but I don't regret that I didn't do it. It's a weird, it's uh-huh. a weird thing. Cause like, um, is, you know, in, in high school and like through my teenage years, I felt like I was a, I, I had this personality that I had inside of me, you know, that I didn't feel very comfortable to share as much as I did, you know, with certain people in certain groups with my family, whatever people I felt comfortable around. I was, I was more myself. Um, whereas now I've gotten more comfortable in just being myself all the time, you know, I, and, and, and that's something I wish I'd regret not doing that through high school. I feel like my high school experience would have been a lot more enjoyable if I had done that, I would have, you know, it, it would have been a lot more enjoyable for me. But then again, I don't regret anything that, you know, in high school, like I had a great time, had a lot of great experiences. And, and to be honest, maybe that, I don't know, maybe that, that aspect of me not being like that really helped me like figure out that that was an issue. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's why like I regret it, but I don't, but if I were to say in my life, that's probably the biggest regret that I have is that I, you know, I, I, I had this person that I wanted to be this person I felt I was this personality that I had. And I didn't realize it until later, you know, I didn't realize how to be that person all the time. And, 
you know, to be honest. And, and, and it probably created a lot of situations throughout my teenage years that I did regret. Um, maybe not that in general I didn't regret, but there were specific instances that, you know, I regretted things that I did, things that I said throughout that time. Um, but like I said, your mistakes kind of make you who you are. Mm -hmm. So I would, I don't necessarily regret them, but I do like, I regret them, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. I would regret, I regret it, but I wouldn't change it. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Let's see here. Um, my question for you, let's see, this next one is, Tell me, what do you think your biggest strength is? I feel like we're getting into like an interview. Like, <laughs> what, what do you oh, think your no. biggest strength would be? Um, I'm a good worker. <laughs> I am always on time. <laughs> My big, I just saw something today. It was like, what's your big, it was on a TV show. I was like, what's your biggest strength? And he's like, um, strength is my biggest strength. <laughs> that was his answer to it. Like, oh, okay, physical strength. Awesome. But no, what do you think? Your, what do you think your, like your personality? What's your biggest strength? My biggest strength. Okay. I think that my biggest strength would be that I'm so like straightforward. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, blunt or whatever, but like truthful, you know? Yeah. So it's just like I'll say whatever's on my mind. And okay. so it's like a two-edged sword where it's a weakness. So so your your big you're going to go with, you're going to go with the classic answer for any my biggest strength is actually my weakness. Like, but and my weakness is my strength. <laughs> I draw strength from my weaknesses. But it just turned out that I didn't like purposely okay, okay, think of that. Okay. But because I was thinking of it, it's like that's like one of the biggest things that I can think of of myself, and I and I can see like the pros and cons. You know, yeah. it's like it can be your biggest strength, but also sometimes a big weakness because yeah. you can come off rude or say things that you yeah. regret saying because right. you know. You don't think about other people's feelings or whatever. No, that makes sense. Okay. All right. All right. You got a question for me? Yeah, I got one. All right. What is something that happened to you or something that someone said to you that changed how you view the world? So this isn't exactly, you know, and and there's a lot of, I'm going to give this little story, you know, there's a lot of backstory to it. A lot of, a lot of things that I'm not saying about it, but, um, that kind of led up to it that made it so such an impact for me. But I, you know, I grew up in, you know, going through high school, starting college. And I don't know, I just kind of thought I was just like, okay, what am I going to do for my career? And I just looked at like money, you know, like what's going to make me a good amount of money? What do I consider a good amount of money? And then finding jobs in that, you know, area and then trying to find it. Like that was the process that I went about things to to figure things out and um you know there was a couple experiences that really started you know changing me um you know changing the way that I saw things um and one of them was you know being in a relationship and 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 getting married to my wife Nikki she is very different than a lot of people when it comes to school when it comes to other things the way she thinks the way she does things very different and her going through school, a lot of people thought she was dumb. A lot of people didn't think she could do, you know, like when it came to school, she had failed a couple classes in college and had a really hard time. But, you know, once she found her passion, like so me watching her really started changing. She found her passion in things that she loved and it totally just flipped her life around, you know. And and so it kind of made me start chasing that, like my passion and what I dream of and whatever. And then just uh, it was... 
it was probably over the summer. No, 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 no. Yeah, maybe it was over the summer. Um, I read an article, and it was written by Russell Wilson, the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks. Anyways, he wrote this article about his story growing up with the Wheaties. I don't know if have you heard, have you read that article, The Box? Mm-mm. So he, so it tells a story, and I'll, I'll I'll summarize it. And for those of you that want to read it, go look up The Box by Russell Wilson, and you'll get to read this, you know, the story from him. But basically, when he was a kid, his greatest highlight of the week was going to the store and getting the Wheaties box that had the athlete on it. He loved it because, you know, for the rest of the week, he could eat a cereal and he just put the athlete, Michael Jordan, you know, um, I think wha- there was a couple other players he, he talked about right in front of him as he ate his cereal every morning. Um, and as a kid, he once voiced to his dad, you know, I want to be on that box. But like in his mind, he remembers thinking like it wasn't probably going to happen. And his dad was like, why not you? Like, you can do that. Like, do that. Like, if you want that, then do it. And and then just recently, over the summer, he had gotten a deal that he was going to be on the Wheaties box. And it made him think of all these feelings. His dad had since, since passed. It's an incredible article. It's so well written. It's so good. Um, so if you have the chance, go read it. But that reading that story and like that phrase just sticks in my like, why not you? And I like kind of turned it to like, why not me? And, and and going back to that dream board, I have it that uh, that's my quote on there. Cause like, and I've since changed a lot of my aspirations for life, my career, my major, and things are still shifting here and there. But like, I just know that like, um, that changed the way I see things. It like, it made me, made me want to do what I not really care about titles or how much money or whatever it's like just what i want like whatever my like my dream is like and if i'm like that's not realistic then like well somebody's gonna do that somebody out there is going to like why not me like why can't i do that and and that's kind of been like my view on life recently and you know there's been a lot leading up to making me think that way and 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 having such an impact but those are a couple of things that led up to that point so it's really good it makes me think of for the past three or four weeks, whenever we go shopping, I've wanted to buy that box so badly. <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to buy that Russell Wilson box. But it's like, what? It's like six bucks for a box of Wheaties. <laughs> and I can buy like the off-brand one for $2. You're like, I want that box, but, but it's <laughs> so expensive. So now you're going to be buying the box the next time yeah, around. Yeah, but just Ooh. I'm going to go and it's going to be, oh, new person. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so the last question that I have for you parker and we can kind of end here because you know we didn't want to make it too long today my last question for you is what brought you to wanting to do this podcast oh like why are you doing this like why do you why do you host why did you buy a microphone why are you doing this okay so this kind of uh it makes me think of one of these the questions like i was thinking about asking mm-hmm. is there's two types of people in the world and what two types are they? Yeah. And so for me, my answer to that question is there's people who create things and mm-hmm. people who consume things. Yeah. And so um, like part of my reason to do this is like, you know, all throughout my life I've enjoyed creating things, whether it be yeah. like movies or music or art and, you know, podcasting is one of those things that I've really enjoyed consuming for, you know, the past four or five or six years yeah and so you know when you know you approached me with the idea of doing a podcast and actually creating something i was totally on board for it because it's like 
my way of giving back to that community, you know, and it's like, I, I, I learn a lot and I get a lot from the podcast I listen to. And so I just hope that I can create something and make a product that other people can, you know, enjoy and, and get something out of as well. So I love that answer. That's a really good one. And, you know, obviously we are really excited to be doing this podcast and we hope it grows. Uh, so for any of you that are listening out there, like, tell your friends about this, you know, get other people to listen to it and, and get, you know, follow our pages, do all that stuff just because we want to, you know, not only, you know, like Parker had said, create something for everybody to listen to, but you know, that we feel like this can be a really cool thing to bring other people that we've never met before, you know, that are here up in Logan and can share their experiences and different outlooks on things. You know, we want to be able to do that. Obviously you have to be, have people listening to be able to do that. So, you know, we, uh, are hoping that kind of that's where it goes because you know we we love doing this it's fun you know it's just something we're doing for fun and in in an extra bedroom of one of the apartments that we're in so it's you know it's something we do and it's i don't know i, I love it and i know that parker likes doing it as well so hopefully you can let other people know about this get other people listening if you you know if you like our podcast subscribe to it follow our instagram we're going to be going instagram heavy this semester you know we, we did a little bit at the beginning uh, kind of died down a little bit but we're definitely going to go heavy on the instagram so again follow us at the bullseye podcast on instagram um and hopefully soon we'll, we'll you know get enough listeners and followers that we can start doing some prizes and getaway you know giveaways and stuff like that so and and also get some of our followers here on the show with us yeah i mean that's one of our goals as well is we get get some people that are following us on instagram that we don't even know have them on here and and for one of our topics that they would be you know interested in talking about and anyways so we are excited to see what we can do with this podcast in the semester and we hope that all of you are excited to listen to this podcast this semester so thank you for listening wherever you're at and as always go aggies go aggies (laughs) 